Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of the Common Sense Show. Glad you could be with us. We really appreciate you taking time out of your day to join us. It means a lot to us. We think of ourselves as the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time, but we really need your help to increase our reach exponentially. So please share these shows electronically as often as you can, and we really do appreciate your support. We've got a really, really interesting show. Daniel Ott, uh, who I've been lucky enough to be on his show and met him in person at Branson at Steve Quayle's conference for Gen 6. Uh, he's agreed to come on the show. And we're going to do an end of the year. This is what's been important. And you know we're going to get into impeachment. And oh boy, are things getting ugly there. Uh, it seems like every time I turn on the news, there's a new revelation. And we're going to get into all that. But before we do, I need to let you know we have a couple sponsors that make this show possible. Number one is we are brought to you by, well, one of my favorite companies, our storable food company. We call it preparewithdave.com. Right now, they're offering a two-week emergency kit for 47% off. That's right. Restaurant quality, no GMOs, glyphosates, 25-year shelf life. And people say, Dave, at that price, can I buy more than one? Of course, you can. Go to preparewithdave.com. And if you need food in a crisis, you're going to need water. And you hear me say it, food, water, guns, gold, ammo, medicine, and tools as your starting point. Well, water too. You usually won't have trouble finding standing water or pool water, pond water, but it may not be what you want to drink unless you have the Alexa Pure Pro Filter. This is the best in the business. The research is at the website, waterwithdave.com. They have documented double-blind research showing how good this product is. This product will save lives. And right now during the holiday season, they're offering the product for 40% off. That's waterwithdave.com. Well, Daniel Ott is no stranger to our audience. We've had him on before, and we're really glad to have him back. He's got his own show. We'll be talking about that as we go through these interview, this interview today. And uh, Daniel, I'm so looking forward to have you on. First of all, my friend, happy holidays. Hope you're enjoying uh, this special time of year, and I appreciate you coming on. Well, thanks a lot, Dave. I love coming on your show. And, you know, two sharp minds such as ours have to meet <laughs> out here in the battlefield of the world, join forces to fight the fight the forces of evil. But uh, happy sectarian uh, holidays to you, too. Uh, I, I don't uh, should I say Christmas? I don't I don't even know. I don't know. That's that's a band word, isn't it? I'll say it. Christmas. Whoa. <laughs> okay. How about that? <laughs> All right. Well, that's a trigger word. Uh, if you put that on uh, YouTube or uh, Facebook, I'm sure their censor is going to be talking to you here after the show. Oh, yes, absolutely. But, um, yeah, I, I unapologetically say that we are Christian-oriented. You don't have to be a Christian to listen. We welcome people from all backgrounds. Welcome. We love you just the same. But uh, we, we do. I do take a Christian perspective with this show. Uh, but we're not exclusive by any means. But thank you for helping me clear that up. Uh, but this is a special, special time of year. And if for no other reason, just we get to be with great people like our friends and family. So uh, we've had an interesting year, though. 2019 flew by. I mean, I, I don't think I've ever seen a year ago this fast, but I don't think I've ever seen such immaturity in, in just downright juvenile behavior from elected representatives. Well, Dave, you certainly got that right. Uh, what we've seen, you know, it, it's it's the classic Wizard of Oz. Uh, you know, you, you got to give it to Trump because Trump's at the, the epicenter of this storm. But he pulled the curtain right away from the wizard. And the wizard is a deep state. And mm -hmm. uh, the, the snakes and the and the rats that are scurrying around there. 
uh, is incredible. You know, all of us, we've been raised to believe that our government is for us and that, that you know, while we don't agree with their decisions, sometimes we feel like, hey, that you know, they, they, they have focus groups, they have study groups, they have, you know, uh, educated people looking at matters all the time to get the best results for the American people. And we found that's not even close to what they've been doing. Oh, my gosh. Um, if one thing I learned this year how deep the deep state is. I mean, if you had revelations along those lines, like you knew it was bad, but you didn't know it was this bad. Yeah, I think even as bad as I think it is, I know that it has to be 10 times worse than that, Dave. Well, it's what we know. And, you know, here's what I found. I'll give you just this case in point. I've published this picture a couple times and I got it on Twitter and it was Nancy Pelosi and Beto, I want every drug to be legal O'Rourke. They were there walking with Nieto, the ex-president of Mexico who took a $100 million bribe from Chapo Guzman to leave Mm. the Sinaloas alone. Why is she with a guy like that? And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, all the stories we're hearing have got to be true. That really opened my eyes to there's direct involvement. Oh, by the way, too, people in the New California movement who talk to the Trump administration all the time, they told them and me that uh, good old Nancy met with Chapo Guzman's wife in Italy. Hmm. How about that? It just It's incredible, isn't it? Yeah, you know, that's just about as incredible as, you know, all the talk about the Ukraine. The question that I found in this past year, Dave, is who didn't go to Ukraine and make money? Everybody oh. went to Ukraine. Everybody's son, brothers, dad, uncles, and the whole thing just a gigantic money laundering thing. I mean, starting with uh, Hillary Clinton trying to get... Uh, uh, the Ukrainians to get dirt on Trump, of course, that's how they come up with that dossier. But yeah, I mean, you talk about her in Italy, but man, they, they, there's the worldwide adventures of the, uh, particularly the Democrats, and there are certainly some Republicans as well, that have learned to go to foreign countries and make deals that benefit them and their families and friends. Mm-hmm. Well, Mitt Romney is tied into Ukraine, and he's a Republican, kind of. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that guy is. I do know if you put steel plugs in the side of his neck, he looks like Frankenstein. That's all I know about him. But, man, you know, everybody is in that making uh, making deals and, and quid pro quos. And, uh, you know, oh, by the way, I'm, I'm going to tell you a little funny story, Dave. You got a second? Yeah, you bet. Well, you know, I mean, you're gonna, we're going to be talking about happenings in, 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 uh, in 19 here, 2019. But, you know, this uh, – this, uh, uh, Joe Biden, okay. I mean, the guy's a nutbag. I mean, we, we know that mm-hmm. uh, he's on something or senile. We don't know Alzheimer's kicking in, what 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 have you. But remember, he got that story about uh, how that uh, he's at the pool, see, and then his 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 uh, white uh, curly leg hairs. Well, well, all the kids want to come over there and, and stroke it, and then jump in his lap and do uh, and do a lap dance. Now, now I was thinking about that. Now, the kids, this is here's a revelation. You may not heard this anywhere else. Uh, in the midst of that conversation, he says, and and that's where I learned about roaches. Well, everybody thinks that's roaches. It's a racist that he's calling the little uh, African-American children roaches. And maybe in some places they do. I don't know. I've never heard of that. Uh, and other people say uh, he you know, has something to do with bugs. No, no. Remember, we still got corn pop. Corn pop and his buds was there. Oh, my gosh. Corn pop was selling dope, was selling marijuana to Joe Biden. And he found once he got done smoking dope, what do you got left of a marijuana cigarette? 
you got a roach. What he learned is to trade roaches to the little kids in a classic early edition of quid pro quo. He would pay them and he would bribe them with a marijuana roach and that's all it took. And that's where he learned about roaches. How do you like that? Um, the problem is I, I believe it. <laughs> okay, that's scary. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 well, listen, I, I this guy... I mean, he doesn't know what state he's in. Am I in the state of Ohio, the state of Nevada, or just the state of intoxication? I mean, he doesn't know where he's at. This guy no, is no. lost. And then he's such a pervert. I mean, look at how he kind of like nudges up against women. And that's the most professional way I can put it. Um, and it's disgusting. The, the guy is a pervert. He's senile. He can't put two intelligible sentences together. And he doesn't know where he is half the time. Yeah. I mean, how, how many videos are there out there of him holding a little girl and slipping his hand around right on, on her breast? How many of those does it take to convince somebody that the guy's a freaking pervert? I know. I've seen it. People will send me pictures like that and they'll like circle the hand over the breast. I, uh, yeah. I, I know. It, you know, accidents be, happen when you handle a kid, but you know what? Not every time. Yeah. Well, this guy wants to be president. He could be, he could be uh, in 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 the UK, and and he'll say to all my friends here in Argentina, uh, America, congratulate you. That's what's going to happen. Who wants to hear that? Who wants to even see that? It's um, I, I know. I I just shake my head, and I'm thinking this is the best we can do in America. I mean, you just go down the list. You got Feinstein in bed with the communist Chinese, proven nine times Sunday. You got Pelosi in the cartels, and this is why she wants open borders at any cost. Mm -hmm. You go down the list of these people, and you're thinking, how the heck do they stay out of jail, number one, and how do they keep their jobs, number two? Well, now see, this is this is where you're heading toward the IG report. The, the, you know, the internet is flooded. Oh, we're finally going to get them. You know, they're they're rounding them up now, and this and that. Uh, you know what, Dave? I'm going to be a skeptic here. I, I'm not seeing that. The deep state didn't go anywhere. You may you may have uh, uh, struck and Page, you know, banging each other or something. You know, off the clock this time. You know, in their private lives now, or whatever. I don't even know what they're doing. But the, you know, there's a whole bunch. Uh, uh, Oris, Bruce Orr is still there. I mean, all, all kind of people are still there. Uh, Rodstein or Rodstein or some kind of Frankenstein. I don't know what it's Stein, how many Steins there are up there. But they're, they're still there. They're all the, the deep state is still there. And uh, I don't think they're going to let anything like that happen. Well, let me tell you what I've been told by an individual who has contact with the Trump administration. I said, why not one indictment? I said, how about Wasserman Schultz and the bleaching of the computers? That's an easy one for you. Mm-hmm. And he got mad at me and he said, uh, well, it, it, that could cause a civil war and 35 million will die. And I'm thinking, well, we're probably going to have a civil war if the Democrats know they can't take the White House back. So what the heck's the difference? Mm. Well, speaking of Wasserman Schultz, uh, I mean, I, I mean, she brings a, a new level of ugly to the politics, but what what happened to that Muslim IT director she had that was uh, stealing uh, information from the the, the Democrats uh, 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 servers and then he tried to escape out of out of the United States yeah, and yeah. sent wife ahead. What happened to that guy? A one. They let him go. The DOJ released him. He got arrested at the airport 
And then they turned around and released him. Here's a guy that faked his wife's voice to get a mortgage to cash out so he could go across the across across the globe. Get out. How, how does somebody walk away from that, Dave? Well, you have to have low friends in high places. Well, there you go, and that 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 lends uh, leads lends to my my skepticism. You know, I I'm like everybody else. I you know I like to see somebody go to jail. How about Comey? I mean, how mm-hmm. about that guy? Yeah. Um, releasing classified material and it's proven. Well, how about Clinton? Thirty-three thousand emails that violate national security protocols. How do, how does she get away with paying a foreign country to manufacture dirt on a presidential candidate? It's like that's not that's almost like a non-issue with these people up there. Well, I think it's treason. Number one, I really believe yeah. it's treason, and number two. Um, it's certainly sedition. Uh, I, I don't know. How does she get away? With, I mean, how, you know, I'll give you this example. In the 1950s, uh, the Department of Justice tried and convicted and sentenced to death Julius and Ethel Rosenberg for selling nuclear secrets to the Russians. Hillary Clinton sold highly enriched uranium to the Russians. Which one is worse? Mm-hmm. And yet she walks away with nothing. Dave, refresh my my memory. Was James Comey the person that delivered the uranium to the Russians to no, prove that it, it was Mueller? Mu- ah, Mueller. Yeah, I've got. You know, I published this in July of 2017. I had a State Department memo that talked about this, and I also had a confirming memo called the Rosatov memo that was a Russian cable that identified uh, Mueller as the agent of delivering the uh, first uranium to the Russians. Mm-hmm. You know, aiding and abetting our major enemy, as the Democrats call the Russians, you know, our number one enemy, aiding and abetting them and, and selling 25% of our uranium to them. Why isn't that a crime? Well, it should be because it's weapons grade uranium. I mean, you, know, you, you, you execute the Rosenbergs for selling secrets, but then you, you, you just hand them uranium. I mean, that's far worse than what the Rosenbergs did. By the way, there's a new and improved Hillary out there, I see. I don't know if you've seen it. They said oh, that yeah. she says, uh, I, frankly, I don't believe that's her, Dave. <laughs> it's I, funny. That's like I said that to my wife. I said, honey, it's it's a good thing you're still beautiful because, ooh, Hillary's looking good. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm a happily married man. I've been married too long. But no, to no, you, but, but, that. That, but that's it. I mean, look, okay, this goes back to when they were at the uh, the 9-11 ceremony and Hillary Clinton fainted and then she lost her shoe and then they threw her in the van like a bag of potatoes, right? And then then they, they don't take this, this presidential candidate to the nearest hospital. You think of this high-profile person just fainted where do they take her? They take her downtown where her daughter is on some uh, floor, 21st floor, whatever. Then she comes out. She is like nothing ever happened to her. And she looks 20 pounds lighter. And there's no secret service around her anyway, anywhere. And the little, little kid comes running up and you got a photo op. But she looked uh, about 20 pounds lighter. And uh, her, her all of her wrinkles and bags, man, just went away. I say, wait a minute. That's not her. You really think it's a double? I think there's, you know, they say all all celebrities have doubled, but you know, uh, let's just segue doubles, Dave. To who did they take out of the federal prison? Was it Epstein? No. Or was somebody that looked like him? You know, boy, I tell you, 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 I if segue. I could digress for a minute, 
um, former NSA Vance Davis, former CIA Bill Pollock, and myself, and Ken Arnold, the astronaut. We had a company back in the 90s, and we were doing business with Ken Lay and Enron. And in a conference call we had with Ken, and listen, listen, all the stuff you heard about him, not true. And these are all trumped up charges. He was a good man, a man of honor. But he said, well, they come after me. He says, I got my dead man switches. I'm all ready to go. They won't touch me. And I never believed he committed suicide because he had something on everybody. Well, Epstein obviously had something on almost everybody with his blackmail operation. And they brought in Michael Baden to be the autopsy guy. Well, he did Kennedy. What was wrong with that? And he did Martin Luther King. Same question. So he was brought in to cover up. And if you look at the circumstances, no video, no guards on duty. They took him out. They didn't want to have the dead man switches triggered and the release of information that would follow. I maintain he's still alive today based on what I learned about how this works with Ken Lay. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, years ago, talk like that would say certainly i mean look at all the people who would have to be in on that well look at all the people that are in on this attempted coup exactly i mean it's unimaginable the amount of people that are involved with this and you just keep they just keep bubbling up like a sore man you know, they pop up here in the news and of course then they they seem to go away too as well but uh certainly the man uh, has some stuff on everybody I remember bill clinton initially said oh i only was with him a couple times well it came out it came out it was 26 flights over there are you telling me there wasn't a single photograph of Bill Clinton on that island the whole time? Well, we know Epstein made house calls, too, so he can't just fall back on the 26. I'm sure it was far more numerous than that. But if it was one time, it was one time too many. Well, you know, that's that's the funny thing about that, Dave. That everyone in the country knew that Epstein would commit suicide, of course. As you say, it's more likely. In fact, the body that came out of there looked to me like it had freezer burn uh, on the face. Uh, you know, as a, if that was supposedly him, maybe they spray painted that on there, make it look like he was dead. But certainly, he's he's either walking around, uh, or or he or he did, or he was murdered. Uh, he certainly, did not commit suicide. I don't believe that for a second. And like I said, he's still out there, wheeling and dealing. I mean. There, there are still Epstein operations going on around the country. We had one here where I live in Maricopa County, which is the home county for Phoenix and the surrounding areas. And, uh, boy, they moved to cover that up. They had a guy here. Uh, he was a, um, oh, gosh, I forget, some kind of PR guy with the county. Made $70,000 a year, and they pinned him for flying in women from the Marshall Islands, putting them up in houses, and bringing in off-site medical to deliver baby, babies and then sell them. Mm-hmm. Um a guy making 70000 a year was doing that by himself, Daniel. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I, still, I still maintain that was an Epstein operation. And, <laughs> and the guy's not even going to jail now. And that they've released him from jail and there's no charges pending. And um, this goes as high, in my opinion, uh, as the governor's office. Mm-hmm. And uh, the cover-up is, is in and it has all the trappings. And by the way, Mitt Romney's involved in this. Jeff Flake, ex-U.S. Senator from Arizona. Um, this has all the trappings of an Epstein operation. So he's still wheeling and dealing because his apparatus is still in effect. Well, Dave, believe it or not, you just, you're just bringing us to the Drag Queen Story Hour. Oh, my gosh. Now, what we have going on here... I do make these amazing segues. I don't know how to do it. But anyway, uh, 
the drag queen story hour and transgender surgery and uh, graphic sex education at kindergarten level are all designed to lead to one thing, the legalization of pedophilia. So right now, Dave, there is a race to, to get that in uh, – uh, Get that into law, codified yes. into law, yep. so that all these criminals cannot be prosecuted. Because every once in a while, they get close. They get close to the ring, to the to the pizza gate, whatever you want to call it. They get close. Either somebody dies, or they disappear, or uh, you know, strange crashes, or self, you know, suicide, or whatever. That's going to end because now that that pedophilia also has a second component that they're that they're this race is for, and of course now. Not going to discriminate against the Muslims, but that kind of thing works in their favor for child bribes, brides. So that's that's really what's going on here. There is a race, and that's why they're pushing so hard for uh, uh, transgenders, drag queen, graphic mm-hmm. sex education. They're going to legalize it, and and people think that's not true. We, we look where we are today. the the wheels The wheels of depravity are turning faster than they ever have in this country before, Dave. I cannot disagree with that statement. You know, to me, I have my Christian values, but I sit back and go, I'm not to judge. And we all have to account for ourselves on Judgment Day. So I'm pretty liberal when I just say, you do your thing and your rights end where my nose begins. But what we've done now has gone over the edge. They want to lower the age of consent for sexual behavior with women uh, to 14 in some states now. Why not just make it 10 or 8 or 6? Uh, it, it's insane what's going on, and you're right about these drag queen. I, I don't care what clothes someone wants to wear. I particularly don't want to see it, but I don't really care. But why are they parading these kids, uh, parading these people in front of kids at elementary schools? What's the purpose? Right. Of course, you got that that one. I don't know if he's a trans, transgender boy or what, but this what is it, like eight or nine, and 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 he's he's with all all these drag queens or uh, transgender people, and they're all twerking and stuff. So yeah, I mean it's it's a push that way. It's a it's a push to legalize it so that all of the accusations will simply disappear. And you know what? By the way, Catholic priests will seem to, will get off the hook as well. So that that's. Uh, that's the kind of thing that's going on in this country, and uh, you know, and that leads me right to Hallmark. <laughs> Strange how a kiss can that, yeah. change the world, Dave. Hallmark people, the people are, are arguing about whether or not they should have allowed uh, Zola to have the, the the gay kids. Well, here's here's the thing: Zola had six ads on the Hallmark Channel. Four of those ads had gay kissing. Now that does not represent the gay population, does it? Because in actuality, Dave, there's uh, gay marriages. There is one third of one percent of the population is gay marriage, which leads you to the obvious question that nobody seemed to ask: Why would a dating service go to the most traditional family-oriented straight, may I even say, uh, channel on the networks to put their ad for gay marriage? They, they couldn't possibly get a return on their investment for that ad on that channel. What they did was they pulled the classic, uh, uh, you're going to bake my cake. So it's nothing It's nothing more than um, 
stirring up trouble and creating controversy and already as we all know hallmark backed down and gave in to the to the to the gay nazis and not all gay people are bad nobody's saying that here on this show and i know you never say that either but there's a faction and i'll put them in the nazi category that is my way or the highway or to the courts and you'll pay uh, so that's what happened. It has nothing to do with them trying to gain gain additional business. Sure. No, I, I tend to think you're right. And like I said, you know, we all have to answer for ourselves. I guess where I draw the line is, I don't have to like it. I don't think people should be discriminated against, denied employment, housing, and so forth. They certainly shouldn't be bullied physically. I, I don't ever condone that. Right. But why do they have to push their beliefs down the throats of others be who you are and leave us alone and we'll do the same in return mm-hmm. well that was the promise that was the initial promise you know we're just you know loving people let them love each other but that's not where it ended up you know that they were right you can make the same comparison to abortion hey do you want to have a woman in the back alley with a coat hanger nobody wanted that now what do we have 30 years later? We have people in New Jersey standing around a table after a baby is born, deciding whether or not, like the ancient druids, I think I mentioned this before, standing around the table with a baby there, hmm, should we keep it or not? That's where we are. But the, the So when somebody says, you know, this tolerance, we know, Dave, and we found out, everybody should know by now, tolerance is code word for you shut up and we make the rules. Exactly. Political correct is you have free speech until I don't like what you say. <laughs> right there, you go, and you must say what we say. And speaking of saying what somebody says, that is, Trump just wrote a letter today, or I, I guess it was today, and handed it to Pelosi. I think it's six pages, and of course the news went berserk over it, saying it's you know it's rude and this this and it's that. Uh, but what the left wants to do with anybody who opposes them they want them to submit and i think you you started to go that way just a minute ago they not only want you to uh let them do what they do but they want you to endorse it they're not satisfied with you being okay or you being tolerant that that is almost that that's code that's that's just an entry that's that's an entry volley then they start bringing out the cannons, and that is you will submit to us, and then you will go tell all your friends and your Facebook, and you better put – you know, Dave, in the future, I think I think when they – with the social media uh, uh, standards they're going to put out there, if, if they don't see a pro-left agenda in your Facebook feed, you could be brought up or have your account deleted or whatever. Who knows? Well, it's ridiculous. I mean, you know, I'm going to say this story, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but when I was uh, 17 years old, uh, I, I was uh, walking out of a gym in a park – and these three guys were pummeling this one guy and I grabbed a friend of mine and we went and broke it up and the guy ended up telling me he says well I'm gay and this is why they were beating me up and so I can say hey I intervened on the rights of this guy there's no way this should have ever happened and I got the license plate number of the car gave it to the cops that we called uh, you know, I look at this and I don't, I don't ever endorse victimization. And I understand in the early days of the movement why they felt like we're going to go out in public and be proud of who we are. Okay, I get that because they're trying to be legitimate after they haven't been forced into close quarters for all these years. But you're absolutely right. I draw the line when you tell me I have to be out there and celebrate with you. I'm not interested in celebrating heterosexual relationships. I could care less. I mean, hey, look at husband and wife walking down the street. Let's go join them. No, no, no. I don't want to do that. Why is it that they're demanding that we celebrate what they do? I don't get it. Well, let's just let's just look at tolerance. I I I believe then, based on tolerance, 
that I should be able to go down to the local library, dress up as Jesus, and have the Jesus story hour. You think you think they'd allow that to happen, Dave? No. Well, why not? Mr. Drag Mr. Drag Queen can go in there, and he can twerk in front of little three-year-olds. I know. Kids should not be sexualized at the age they're doing this. It's disgusting. I mean, in California schools, and, and, and I've covered this, I mean, they're teaching kids about masturbation in the first grade, uh, which has nothing to do with gender preference now. It's just, it's topics that six-year-old kids should not be dealing with at all, ever. And what is wrong with parents, Daniel, that keep their kids in those schools? Mm. You know, this this is an interesting question i may be one of the few out there that have actually of course it may sound like satire sometimes when i say it but the people that the parents that allow their children to go into a library where a a male adult may or may not be wearing underwear but wearing a dress begins to twerk in front of little kids i believe in some cases that those parents may be thinking about their own kids in the wrong way yeah i wonder about that too I've, i've wondered i've wondered the same thing but listen, I don't care what the sexual preference is. Kids should not be drawn into sexuality issues at that age, ever, mm-hmm. for no reason. Other yeah. than when a stranger touches you here, you have to tell them to stop and go tell somebody. That's the only time I think that that's even appropriate. Mm-hmm. Well, a whole lot of people should have told told the authorities that Joe Biden was touching them. <laughs> but, uh, well, you know, that leads to another story, though, in 2019. Of course, that was the... Uh, the, I think it was a Texas couple that were the 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 wife, the divorce wife, I guess they were divorced, uh, just just all of a sudden believed that uh, their son was wanting to be a girl. And the dad, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, he you know, I guess a joint custody and, 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 and his son comes over one day and he begins to start talking about how, you know, uh, mommy makes me wear a dress and various things. And he got got it on tape. You know, that psycho witch that did that, Dave, uh, obviously, uh, I think she's a psychologist herself. Obviously, so that means she was a, a leftist and out of out of uh, malice. She just she just imagined that whole scene there to get back at the father by using the son to force him in. And she was getting getting ready to have him either chemically castrated. So uh, in the end, in in the end, um, I think it kind of worked out to where a judge decided they both have custody. I think it stopped. But the fact that this woman got so far with it, she nearly got away with it. And that is the mutilization of children mutilating of children that the left has no problem with. Now imagine if that boy went through that uh, that surgery and castration, whatever, and the chemicals and the hormones, and later this is, you know, he's older and he can't do nothing about it, his mom. And But that's where we're heading. The state is going to begin. I think they already are in, in, in Europe, where if the state determines that your child has the opposite gender affiliation, that the parent has no right to prevent them from changing their their uh, their sex. Well, there comes a point where everyone is the steward of their own body. Um, I don't think it's when a kid is six years old. And, no. uh, you, you know, there's gender identity. People identify male, female between the ages of three and five. However, uh, gender identity in terms of sexual identity is not set until you're into puberty. And what they're doing with these elementary school kids is not age appropriate. And I don't care if they're trying to say, well, we're going to make you into a heterosexual or we're going to make you gay. Either way, it's something that's not age appropriate, Daniel. And I'm saying this as a former mental health therapist. 
Well, you're you're absolutely right. You know, if you ask me, uh, the 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 number one uh, uh, event of 2019, uh, I'm going to give you my take on that, Dave. I'm going to say this. I've got a got sort of a list, and I'll just read it to you. And of course, obviously, you know, I, I have no idea wh- what yours would be, but mine actually is the number one. I would say it would be the economy, and here's here's why, because the economy is set is doing so well right now. And so many people are employed. So many good things are happening. The stock market is going crazy that well beyond the IG report and the impeachment, there are things that are in place, although the Democrats would like to destroy that. The economy may roll roll on and uh, continue to boost America as obviously the number one energy producer in the world now. Uh, and all these new trade deals that are coming online as the old ones are getting uh, – Trump's getting rid of those and, and, and rewriting those in America's favor. Then I'm going to say – I'm just gonna give it to you, then we can talk about it. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, the uh, the Brexit in the UK. This is obviously a worldwide event. You know, Drudge Report was trying to. I don't know who owns Drudge now. I don't believe it's Matt Drudge anymore. But uh, they were trying to say that it was it was too close to call and it was a blowout. It was the same the same media machine that believed Hillary Clinton was going to win in 2016. But what Brexit shows is. Uh, and along with UK, along with Hong Kong, I'm putting them in the in, in, in two and three spot right there. And the reason is because freedom still lives in the hearts of, of people. And every once in a while, the people rise up and uh, and uh, and start to to try to self-determine their own futures. Of course, that's what happened in 2016. The people rose up and said, we want self-determination uh, from the system and of course then we have uh the uh the brexit which just uh, was a blowout for the right basically the right and then hong kong as they're you know uh trump is an idol to them they're fl- running around with american flags yeah. and singing uh god bless usa you know and uh, and with trump signs so i'm going to put those in there then i'm going to put of course the impeachment i'm putting that kind of down only because i believe it's a hoax and i sure hope dave uh, i sure hope that that the Senate just just uh, throws it out. But those those are my top four right there. You know, it's interesting. Uh, let let me talk about address the impeachment issue for a second and throw it out. I've been reporting for two months based on really good information that Romney, um, Paul Ryan, and John Bolton were canvassing senators who have blackmail issues like Ola Epstein. And they were telling him, oh, you know, we'd hate for this to come out. And by the way, Mike Pence would be a wonderful alternative. And this has been going on now for over two months in the Senate. And Trump knows all this. And this is what I've been told by a very reliable source who talks to Trump on a regular basis. He wants a trial in the Senate. I understand that Lindsey Graham is going to lead a movement with Mitch McConnell to not even allow a trial. They're going to go for full acquittal right off the bat because they don't want to all be exposed for their part, let's say, in the Epstein empire. Mm-hmm. No, that's a, that, that's a definitely a good take on that. And I, I was I was going back and forth on that, whether or not to 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 uh, uh, to uh, spread spread out the the trial, because, you know, I want to see that stupid uh, whistleblower be asked, uh, one, why did you change the wording and and lie to the IG to start this whole thing. And two, did you when did you uh, talk to uh, Adam Schiff? You know, I mean, so you know, I have all these questions like that. But it, but in the end, though, it does look like, and I kind of agree with you on there. What did they have on Lindsey Graham? I mean, some people say that uh, his his uh, 
well, we won't go there. But, uh, you know, so what do they have on them? You know, what kind of blackmail, you know, you know, is Epstein involved with them, too? Because it seems like there's a whole circuit. To, because, you know, this whole this whole deep state isn't just Democrats. There's Republicans in there, too, as we said earlier. So, you know, so it, while it would cover for them, it would also delegitimize the whole thing, you know, getting to say hey, you, you have to have a case before you bring it to the Senate. And we're saying you have no case. You guys are hoaxing and just dismiss it. Of course, now, you know, Al Green ain't going to like that. He's going to go the next day and say, well, OK, we got some we got some more reasons to impeach him. He said they're going to keep coming back and impeaching him no matter what. That's OK. They've already said that if this fails, they're going to continue in the uh, 2021 uh, cycle. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're, hey, Trump my, is never yeah, going to be free from this. My impression. Here's my impression of Maxine Marsh. Here we go. Impeach 45. Impeach 45. How'd this sound? Sounds like you need a recording contract. <laughs> um, yeah. It, listen, she couldn't count to 45. I mean, you want to talk well, about a politician who's dumber than a box of rocks? Although I'll say yeah. this for her. On a public servant salary of 170000 and odd change per year, she manages to live in a $5 million house, which is the richest in her district. That's pretty good work if you can get it. I wonder where that money came from. Mm. Right. And I think she pays, doesn't she pay her daughter $175,000 a year to lick stamps? I mean, it's, you know, it's just people on the take. They're all doing it. Uh, hey, by the way, Dave, uh, you mentioned at the very beginning, you said that I have a show and I do, but I also have a website. And on on our website, theedgeam.com, I don't know if you've seen it, but I think I have one of the most exhaustive lists of what I call evidence of the Trump curse. Can you give a couple examples? I sure can. All right. Let me just go there here. Click on the Trump curse. It's right in the top menu. All right. Here we got some good ones here. Uh, how about, uh, okay, well, easy ones. Uh, Kathy Griffin walking around with a bloody Trump head, lost her career. Nobody hire her. She turned into a nightmarish troll. Uh, of course, we all know uh, Elijah Cummings called Trump a racist. Of course, he's he's dead. Um, Megyn Kelly, uh, once la- lauded as a Fox best reporter, lost her job at Fox, lost her job at another network. Of course, she's morphed into something, too. Billy Bush, who released the tape of uh Trump on a bus. He got fired by M- NBC. Uh, Stormy Daniels uh, wrongly accused Trump of having sex. She had to pay his legal bills, and Trump sent her back to the poll. And forever, she's going to be known as Horsey Face. But in actual uh, 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 curses, then we have this one here. You might remember this here. Um, let me get this on the screen. You got I actually scroll down here. All right, here we go. Uh, we have uh, Megan Rapahoe. She was spewing hate on Trump, and then right before the World Cup semifinals, they benched her. That was another shocking coincidence. Uh, we have Gordon Sondland testified against Trump. Then all of a sudden, a bunch of women came out of the woodwork accusing him of sexual misconduct. Of course, there's uh, – uh, uh, I have a bunch of people, of course, got fired in there. Uh, that one lady that was uh, uh, a skier, uh, Lindsey Vaughn. She snubbed Trump at the Olympics, and then all of a sudden, she had a gruesome fall on the ski slope and broke bones and ligaments. So there's a whole bunch of those like that, that people that came against Trump, that inextricably, things happened to them. Uh, now, I, I got Hillary Clinton at the, at the top. says uh, her, her attack on Trump was uh, she tried to defeat Trump in 2016. Then she acquired a chronic coughing syndrome, and then, strangely— her Clinton Foundation donations dropped by 50%. So the way we look at, at, at the program, 
the the severity of the curse that is assigned to the Trump hater is in direct proportion to the amount of tax they do on Trump. I think you're right. That's an interesting form. It's like an inverse proportional relationship there, and I think you're right on the money with that. You know, here's what I've noticed. America roots for underdogs. They don't like bullies. You know, you turn on a sporting event, and if a team's behind by two touchdowns, you kind of root for the team to come back. And when Trump was in the Democratic primary, they had 16 guys and all the media ganging up against him, and he just kept growing in popularity. And then the media ganged up against him in the campaign of 2016. And now you've got the impeachment and his popularity has grown again. You would think these people would figure out when you do nothing but 24-7 bash, it helps the person you're bashing because people will identify with it. Exactly. I think I think the latest CNN poll showed a 5% drop of people that wanted Trump impeached. That's CNN. What? what are the, wow. So if they said 5%, you may figure 10, 15. Yeah. And the Communist News Network would definitely understate that. There's no question. Yeah. So, so yeah, we do have the IG report coming out. And, uh, you know, uh, we're all hoping that uh, the right thing is going to be done. Do you think anybody has already been subpoenaed or has a grand jury been uh, put together? No, and, and uh, no disrespect intended, and I really don't mean it, but I'm not a subscriber to the queue. There's 65,000 indictments tomorrow. No, next week. Oh, no, no, next month. I'm sorry. I don't no. buy it. No. I think it's a disinfo campaign designed to get Americans to relax. It's all taken care of. Go back to sleep. Yeah. No, I'm just, I'm, I don't know about the 65. I saw that too. It's ridiculous. And, you know, it's almost, that's just clickbait as far as I'm concerned. But I was hoping at least, you know, at least Comey. You know, signing off on the FISA document. You know, at the very top of that, they they've all said that uh, uh, you know uh, we we affirm that everything in this report is is uh, vetted. You know, is proof has been proven, has mm-hmm. been looked at, and it's it's been flat out lies. And why doesn't the FISA court come out and said nobody misleads us? We're gonna come down like a hammer. I haven't even heard from them. I don't know what they're even doing. I think they're afraid. I think there's so much power in the deep state. Uh, you know, you could be arcincited in a moment's notice. I think that people are legitimately afraid to come out. Mm-hmm. Well, the cabal, you know, here's 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 what I think. And we're getting back to Clinton and the way they operate. I think this goes all the way back to Mina, Arkansas, and, and, and those those days there in the Rose Law Firm. Before they uh, uh, began any of their operations, the criminal operations, they were smart. I think they were smarter than anyone else out there because what they would do is they would get people in place. They would get their judge in place. They would get their police officer in place. They would get their representative in place. And and if they weren't, if they were already there, then they would uh, get their whoever their organizations are working with them, the facilitators, bring in the you know the sexy woman you know the you know to or you know meet at a bar or whatever you know the compromise get 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 them compromised if they weren't already and then once once they have these people in place then they proceed with their crim, their criminal activity this goes all the way to 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 Russia and everything i mean comey was in there already the organization was already in there there's no way they were going to get to clinton because she'd already had her people there that's the way she operates that's why she's been so successful I think you're, oh, you are so on the money with that. Talk about understanding the political landscape and how to manipulate it. She really has. Yeah. Yeah. People could learn a lot from her. (laughs) Hey, let me ask you a question. 
you're, I don't know if you have an opinion on this or not, but one of the hot topics around there as I talk to people that are my sources is if there were a civil war in this country, what branches of the military would side with whom? Now, it wouldn't be 100% across any branch, I know that, but generally speaking, would you have an opinion on that? Well, sure I do, Dave. Uh, first off, I would say for sure it'd be the Army and the Navy because when the Army-Navy game happened and Trump was out there, he got he he got uh, a round of applause that lasted for a long time. Yes. They love him, and he's done more for the military than any president in, in memory. So at least I would say the Army and the Navy uh, are on the side. And, you know, the Army is almost like um, it's like the regular people. You know, say versus uh, and, and, you know, I love the military, but I'm just trying to separate them a little bit. But, you know, say like Air Force, uh, you know, Air Force pilots and, the, and that strata of, of people are, are, you know, higher up, you know, almost like say they'd be the Senate and then the army would be the army of. Uh, House of Representatives, that type of thing. They're, they're the the more down to earth people will certainly be on on Trump's side. Uh, maybe the higher elements in the military. You know, the, the the there were several people that went against Trump when he pardoned. Uh, and I just love the fact that he pardons uh, some of our soldiers from Afghanistan and other other places that they you know were uh, you know lost their pensions and they were getting ready for years in, in jail. I think some of them already had spent years in jail. And he pardoned them, but there was a a, a layer. Of military brass that didn't like that, and so those are the folks you got to watch out for. Those are those are deep staters uh, is has been embedded in in the higher echelons of the military for some time. But well, I yeah, I definitely yeah. say the army wouldn't do it. They're just regular folks looking for a job a lot of times. Certainly, National Guard is the same way. Um, and then uh, so those folks would definitely be. And you would think it'd be the National Guard that would be deployed first. And if we want to see how that's going to happen, we might keep our eye on Virginia. As you know, they're threatening to take people's guns. And I think they've got right now, uh, as came across my news feed, a uh, hundred counties have declared themselves Second Amendment sanctuaries. And of course, the the Democrat-led government is saying, well, we'll cut off the internet and we'll cut off the funding. Maybe they're even cut off the the electricity to those states if they pass a law to, to come and get the guns. So I would keep an eye on uh, how the response is in New, in Virginia, and I would think that the National Guard would be the first ones to be deployed. But you know what? The National Guard are the sons and daughters of the people that live there. So I don't know if they're going to come to Dad's house and say, Dad, give me your gun or I'll arrest you, drag you in the street and, you know, drag you out in the middle of the night like the, the, the Democrats, uh, like the FBI did to, to Trump supporters, you know. so. Well, I think your analysis is spot on um I, I think actually what's going on in virginia though i don't think they're really going after the guns in a serious way i think this is a beta test to test compliance yeah i, I think they're gathering information for later later action i will tell you a, a story that's crossed my desk today it came from paul martin and i've been able to verify it through uh, another federal agency source and then another federal agency source told me, says, Dave, I don't know about this, but it makes perfect sense. And it's this. In Denver, it's reported they've got 20 gun-destroying machines. In other words, you throw guns into this machine and it destroys them. And they paid $500,000 a piece for these guns, uh, destroying machines to come into Denver. And mm -hmm. as I checked on this story, I started getting confirmation that they also have this same kind of thing north of the Bay Area and also, surprise, surprise, in Virginia, just across the river from uh, from Washington, D.C. Mm. 
Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I agree with you on the, on the sort of the beta test of this here. They threw that out there. I mean, that you know, and that's so sad too, Dave, because Virginia always uh, always made me think of early America who loved their guns and they loved to hunt and they were freedom minded uh, individuals. You would think that's in their DNA, but uh, you know, as some suggest, aliens are taking over the earth and changing the DNA. I am quite sure that the Democrats are changing the mentality DNA of the school children, and now after years of programming that's what we're beginning to see and the other thing of it is of course the amount of illegal immigrants flowing into virginia has changed the demographics uh, and by the way you know illegal immigrants and let's just talk about let's say if they come from particularly south america normally these are catholics and catholics are pro-life yes. uh they have they have a they they're definitely family people i met a lot of them you know and they're the nice people you ever want to meet but if a Democrat says, hey, you got free health care, free this, free that, free driver's license, a free house, free free everything, all you got to do is vote for us, you know, they don't know that, hey, you know, taking guns is a bad thing. They just know that the people that are giving all this free stuff to them, hey, got to vote for them. And the people in charge are the ones that's changing the laws. Boy, is that ever true. That is an excellent analysis of that situation. And I, I have said this often, too, the same thing. The illegal immigrants that cross our border, not the terrorists, not the MS-13s, but the regular people that are just coming here for a better life, they have a lot in common with the indigenous people here in this country, the citizens, because of their Catholic roots. And their Catholic roots uh, speak to basically the same civilization, same values as the people here in this country. So my qualm is not with them, and, and they're lied to in their country anyway. They're told, hey, America wants you, America wants you, and they don't know any different until they get there. Well, Daniel, we're just about out of time, but I wanted to give you a chance to tell people how they can follow your really good work. Oh, it's easy. You just go to theedgeam.com, and uh, and you can see all the interviews that we do. I don't I don't really do articles, but uh, uh, just basically it's interview format to try to get the best people I can with the most knowledge to come on there. And of course, as as it is, as his name is uh, says, the edge is always going to be every interview is going to be entertaining, enlightening or controversial and uh, there's various parts to it there's some funny parts to it so we try to lighten things up uh, that need to be done too so really just uh, that's easy to do there uh, you can search my name too as well daniel lot it'll come right up and uh, just look look for the white hat just look for the white stats that is you'll a find good me. trademark i i gotta tell you i lack that trademark you know you've got such an identifier there it's such an advantage for you from a marketing standpoint i think it's absolutely fantastic well, Daniel, I really appreciate you coming on here and sharing your end of the year, uh, re- re- should I say, revelations in terms of what was important. And uh, we look forward to having you on again. And uh, Merry Christmas to you. Happy New Year. And again, thanks for coming on. All right. Merry Christmas to you and all, all your uh, great supporters too as well, Dave. Take care.